Micro Monday again, the weekly microcast where we get to know members of the Micro.blog community. I'm Jean McDonald, the community manager at Micro.blog, and today I'm very pleased to speak with Ben Norris, who is at Ben Norris on Micro.blog. Hello, Ben. Welcome to Micro Monday. How are you doing? I'm great. I'm so thrilled to be here. Thanks so much for the invitation. I'm really glad you could make it, and uh, I appreciate you taking the time because uh, sometimes I get a little overwhelmed in my trying to get things scheduled, and I have a, a, a hole in the schedule, and I have to ask somebody. You would be a real pal <laughs> if you would record <laughs> with me today uh, well, on Saturday. I know Saturday. you were traveling this last week, so that yeah. – Made things a little harder as well, I'll bet. That's, yes. If I were a super productive, organized person, I would have lots of episodes like recorded in advance. But I don't really like to record too far in advance because I like people to talk about what's on their mind, you know, at the moment. And I don't want to then take that and publish it a month later. <laughs> so. Well, and I think it's not that you're unorganized or unproductive. You're authentic. And ah. this podcast rep, uh, reflects that in many ways, just very authentic. <laughs> That's. I'm going to keep that in mind and uh, put that into <laughs> my bio. Um, well, why don't you tell folks about yourself? Great. So as you mentioned, my name is Ben Norris. I am a husband and father of six. We have an almost 14-year-old down to an almost one-and-a-half-year-old, as well as a puppy that we just got oh my for goodness. Christmas, which, I, I mean, even as we were thinking about it, we thought, we are, we are crazy for doing this, but uh, we did. We did. So <laughs> <laughs> we'll just figure it out and make it work. Yeah. Um, so for work, I am an iOS developer, and although I guess now technically I'm a manager of iOS developers, I became a manager at work, and um, I, that's that's been most of it. I yeah. my career's been in software, but kind of jumped around. I started in training and um, kind of speaking. I did some some presentations for a while and then got into product management and that led me to user experience design that I loved. And then I just found I missed coding. And so I got back into coding through iOS development and I've just poured myself into that the, the past few years. And now I, I can say, sometimes I have to remind myself, it's okay to say this. I'm a blogger because I have a blog and I write to it. That makes me a mm -hmm. blogger. Um, so I'm a, I'm a developer. I'm a, well, as of today, I'm a podcaster. I'm a speaker. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Yay! Uh, yeah. So so many things, but I think I, the ones that are the most important to me are what I let out with. I'm a husband and father, and then a lot of other fun things I do for myself. Yeah, that's wow. That's quite um, that's quite a lineup, and you, you left some things out because. <laughs> I met you um, at the first Release Notes conference, right? That's right, yes. So that was a little while ago. That's a conference for um, independent software developers who, you know, it's focused on the business of of being an independent software developer. And it's a really great um, group of folks and speakers and a conference I really like. And I remember meeting you um, and 
I remember you were there representing App Camp for Girls at the uh, time. I think that was that was your life for a little while at that yes, time. Yes, that's right. Yes, they were very generously supporting App Camp for Girls as their designated um, nonprofit and yeah. helped raise quite a bit of money for App Camp. Um, so, yeah, I really appreciate what Joe and Charles have done for the community in general and for App Camp in particular. And I got to meet so many cool people like you. So <laughs> Yes, that's great. <laughs> and then we, 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 we saw each other again at Piers Conference in Austin last year. Which and was wonderful. That was really, really good conference. And, uh, of course, Manton spoke at that conference, and he gave a really good presentation. Um, and I remember that you sketchnoted it. And it was that's right. <laughs> that's something I should have I should include in my bio. It's in my yeah. written bio everywhere. Yeah. I in addition to all those other things, I'm a sketch noter. Um, yeah. So I've I've done that for well, for more years than I've done iOS development. Um mm. and just love <laughs> so <laughs> I remember and sometimes my wife gets embarrassed at this. I probably remember it differently than it happened, but early on in our marriage I I said, I like to draw and showed her some of the things that I was drawing. And she's like, you should, you should really keep going on your stick figures. Those yeah. look really good. <laughs> <laughs> With, I think, um, was, was both encouragement and like, let's be realistic. You're, you're, <laughs> you're not actually a fantastic artist, but you do good stick figures. So let's stick there. Yeah. Um, I don't know what she said, but that's what I heard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I have good handwriting as I've practiced and I've done writing and notes and all sorts of writing for years and years. So combining written notes with simple sketches and drawings, it's been a really fun way to learn myself to try and remember things. But it makes for us. It, it turns note taking into a social experience, Yeah. whether I'm taking them and then sharing them. Um, it also makes it as as a quasi introvert a whole lot easier to be at a conference, and I can just say, "Yeah, I've been sketchnoting the conference." And depending on, mm -hmm. <laughs> I found almost depending on how technical the audience is, yeah, um, that's almost directly proportional to how impressed they are with my sketches. Oh, really? Because the more artistic the the audience is, the more they're like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. And then they're technical and they say, whoa, wow, these drawings, <laughs> I could never draw like that. And think, that's just because you're a developer. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm very impressed. I mean, I remember when I first became aware of sketch noting, I think I saw people do it at South by Southwest ages ago. And I thought, well, that's that's interesting. But, you know, once I – it sort of like clicked with me of how valuable it was. I And I have gotten to know a few sketchnoters in my um, various, you know, circles of friends. That, and I'm impressed yeah. with the work that they do. And I was definitely impressed with what you do. And I, and I really liked what you did for Manton's uh, talk and – yeah, we oh, should, I should link to that in the show notes for this episode. Uh, <laughs> well, what got you interested in, in coming to Microdot Blog? Well, I've listened to Core Intuition for years, not yeah. as many years as it's been going, but that's that's been one of my favorite podcasts as I got into iOS development. Mm -hmm. And as I was thinking about this and 
after you asked me about this and, and knowing you would ask, how did I get into this? I thought um, it hit me. I finally realized that I have, <laughs> whether viewed or used is the right word. I don't know, but I've, I've viewed Manton and Daniel as something of older brothers, to be honest, <laughs> where I'm the oldest of four um, uh, married with six kids. I, I feel a lot of responsibility and always wanted an older brother and found that I, I had these men that I looked up to and respected essentially doing what I wanted to do. Successful developers, mm -hmm. um, passionate about what they're doing, and I love listening to them. And so I I was on the beta of snippets.today. Oh. Uh, I was one of the early Kickstarter backers. I I looked at this and then I set up – I had a blog before and as, as Manton – started beating the the micro blogging drum of own your content mm -hmm. um, I set things up and and had micro blog posts going from my my blog before before it was possible through micro dot blog and then have mm -hmm. kind of transitioned over since then so i i have i've loved this world and i and I remember posting because i I've moved all of my content over i have Ooh. um three hosted websites now because um, I have my personal one and then two dedicated for sketch notes for people who, who don't actually care what I think or say, but just want to see what I draw. <laughs> <laughs> I respect that. I yeah. understand that. So I have one that's sketch notable for kind of businessy stuff. Mm -hmm. And then one called Mormon sketcher for religious sketch notes that I, that's really where I got into sketch noting was doing them at church and mm -hmm. things like that. So I have, those sites. And when I brought everything over to micro.blog, I wrote a post. I remember thinking, I just resonate so much with the mission that Manton has and his belief of the importance of owning our content and mm -hmm. being in some ways good stewards of ourselves and our thoughts and our creative output. Uh, don't, don't give it to someone. Don't turn it over. Own it and keep it and make it available to share on your own terms. And I, I love that world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, um, that's very powerful stuff. And I, I kind of remember now that you were uh, trying to decide how to, how to divvy up your work and, or <laughs> yeah. not. And right. It is tricky. I mean, I should know I have, I have too many micro blogs myself and <laughs> I really, you know, can only, focus on one at a time as right that's yes. normal <laughs> and healthy probably yes and healthy. um but i i like the format so much for sort of niche topics um that right. i want like you say like some people might only be interested in this one thing and um i have been I started one as a Lyft driver, so I've been doing Lyft driving as a kind of a hobby, sort oh, of a sem semi-profitable hobby. Not really. I, right, I don't recommend right. it like as a way to <laughs> – As uh, a business opportunity. No. <laughs> yeah. Unless you really, really like to drive all the time, and I don't. But it is a fun thing to do, I think, um, if you just want to sort of drive around town and meet random people. <laughs> so um, – and uh, that seemed like a good thing to do as a um, – just to log those those 
experiences, you know, encapsulated into like a micro post of, you know, people that I've picked up and because it, it starts to blur after a while. And uh, yeah. this is a nice record for myself. But the problem has been that um, Lyft has gotten much more popular, which I mean, it's good if you're a Lyft driver, I suppose, but there used to be more downtime between rides. So it was like the perfect moment to just tap out a quick post. And now I generally get rides like more or less back to back to back. And I've tried to figure out a way to like sort of shout audio notes to myself when one person gets out of the car and say like, right. you know, oh, you know, two dudes and they were going to this show and they were really excited about it, like that kind of stuff. But that's not working out so well either. So I don't know if I want to, I want to keep going with it, but it is, uh, it's not as easy because the driving is so busy now. <laughs> right, right. It's almost like the curse of being successful if you yeah. you launch an app and you're you're afraid you're afraid of failure and you don't know that you should be afraid of success because mm -hmm. either one of those is dangerous at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, or so I hear. I yeah. should be clear on that. <laughs> no, I'm here to to uh, validate that um, observation because certainly App Camp was way, way more popular than I expected it to be. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. And went, what I thought would be sort of a, a side project uh, in the summertime ended up being a full-time volunteer position. <laughs> so, wow. Well, I think that just hits such a need. And yeah. so many people saw it and immediately felt, oh, wow, this is a need. I think for many of us, shamefacedly realizing this is a need I didn't real realize existed. But yeah. now that someone points it out, I think, yes, yes, this must exist. Yeah. So yeah. Well, kudos to you for doing it. <laughs> it was one of those things, you know, you wish somebody else would do. And then <laughs> yes, <laughs> and <then> they don't. <laughs> and, then, and you can't stop thinking about it. But that's a whole nother blog post, um, which right. I may or may not have written in the past. <laughs> I can't even remember. Um, well, you should write it again, then and I'll yeah, read it. I will. I will do that. Because I think that is important for people to realize that um, the, the default goal should not necessarily be let's get as big as possible or be as success, successful as possible according to these, you know, very narrow, right. um, you know, guidelines of either profitability or audience or whatever. Um, I definitely am in a micro frame of mind now where I uh -huh. don't mind doing things that I think, you know, won't reach thousands of thousands of people because, um, the people that it does reach, it's important to, and that, you know, you can't quantify, um, each person's, you know, experience of life or whatever being improved. Right. Right. Uh, like with microcasting. <laughs> so, yes. Yes. <laughs> I've been doing a few podcasts and, um, I just enjoy it. You know, I enjoy the whole process and it's led me to a whole new category of tech that I can obsess about the software right. and the hardware. <laughs> and I, I needed that. <laughs> well, good. Everyone needs that. That's fun. <laughs> so, um, so on your, um, your, your main micro blog, 
um, or blog, really, because it's uh, it's a combination of micro posts and long pieces. It's it's would you say then the classic personal blog where you write about what's on your mind at any given time? Absolutely, yes. I I found I never really got into Twitter in a meaningful way. Yeah, I remember signing up for it when there was a fire in our area, mm. and. I heard on the news that all the updates from the city would come out on Twitter. And I thought, well, I guess <laughs> I should probably get on then because I should know if we need to evacuate. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I, I sh- you shouldn't really have to rely on Twitter for that information. <laughs> right. Right. Um, and so I signed up and I never really used it. But I found Twitter was the best place to post sketch notes from conferences Yes. Yeah. In terms of people seeing them and it, at least the appearance of resonating with them, I think that's one of the hard things. And I think your mindset that you just shared is so valuable of recognizing that whoever gets this will care and it can be meaningful and it doesn't have to go to a lot of people. It's fine if it only resonates even with two or three people because that's still useful for them. So mm-hmm. um, I found – when I would look at my Twitter account, it was sketchnote, sketchnote, months past, sketchnote, sketchnote. <laughs> <laughs> um, so as I as I started using the micro blog, um, well, I started back. So for me, it's always been a combination because I was I had a blog, and then I heard Manton talk about micro blogging, and I thought, oh, well that that feels much more authentic than trying to post something on Twitter where I, I always felt like if I'm posting something on Twitter, it's, <laughs> it's to raise a number. It's either to raise my follower count or to raise my tweet count. So mm-hmm. I look, I had to look, I don't know, not authentic, not professional. I had to look maybe successful. I had to look mm-hmm. legitimate something. Um, and so as I started writing short posts on my site, it felt so nice to have a page that had long form articles and then a bunch of short things. And one of the first ones that I started posting to my as micro posts were just books that I'd read for mm-hmm. a few years. I've been keeping track of those in day one. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, how nice would that be if it's on a website as well? Um, so I started putting those there. And then um, the reason I started using day one first a journaling app was to record quotes from my kids. And I now have, I think, almost 500 different wow. quotes that they've said, which is so invaluable because I forget them so fast. Sure. Yeah. So I've started adapting some of those a little bit on, on my site. But um, yeah, it's very much just this is... This is what I've been thinking about. You know, around Christmas time, I I think it was in December, I, I decided to split up my sites yet again. I was using bsn.design, mm-hmm. and I guess that's a fourth hosted microblog that I have. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I decided that's going to be just my business account because that's the name of my business is BSN Design. And I'm going to have a true personal account. So I set up bennorris.org, set up that microblog, and started posting. And then I thought, I want to get the daily blogger pin. I've never gotten that one. (laughs) And it turns out 
I should get it on the day this podcast come out. Oh, really? Uh, January 27th. That should be my 30th day. Okay. Uh, or right around there. So, yeah. And that'll be my last pin. I'll have every pin that's possible. So that was <laughs> wow. kind of a fun, small thing. But I, it really motivated me. And I found, oh, my goodness, I like writing a lot. Um, yeah. And I know that I want to be good at it. And I know that the only way to get good at it is to just do it and keep doing it. Um, so that, that's been where I've gone. And I posted today, it was so kind of you to reply to me, writing this month has really been a huge help in healing as I've been struggling with mental health issues. Mm -hmm. And I found often, whether it's I just take a quiet moment and I have a drafts folder now, and when I think of something, I just put in the title and then I come back and instead of sitting and ruminating, I'll start writing. and. Mm -hmm write a post and let it sit for a day or two and then edit it. Um, and then I have a, a folder called ready. And when I've edited them and I feel good about them, then they can sit in that folder for a day or two and then I'll feel ready and I'll, I'll share it from there. And it's really been a healing process for me. That's really, really good to hear. And I think that process is uh, something that, I mean, that makes a lot of sense when you say, like, I could, instead of ruminating, <laughs> I could be writing, and, yeah. you know, or at least making up titles for draft posts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and yeah. uh, I, I, I will remember that. I think, you know, what I uh, said in my reply to you and what I really feel is that, well, it was a really well-written post. One. <laughs> and it That's was kind of that was um, very much um, you know authentic and uh, it made it just made me think especially as somebody who also has um, a lot of experience with mental illness personally you know myself that uh -huh. um, I you know I hadn't thought about some of the issues that you discuss with healing and uh, and ways of, of, you know, making space for that, really. And so I, I really, I'm really glad that you wrote that. And uh, I think, you know, it's definitely it's something I, I have, I wrote last, about a year ago, I wrote about having, you know, to take time off of work, which I had never done before, like that, right. that dramatically, like, really, you know, off of app camp, off of micro.blog, just to, you know, get things sorted. And, um, you know, I think it's probably the first time I, I have really flat out said that I have this experience with bipolar disorder. And it's, you know, this oh. goes back decades. And <laughs> right, right. But, you know, it's, I always appreciate it when people are able to share because yeah, I know it helps me and it probably helps other people and they will just never know um, the the value of a post like that. So kudos to you for, for well, you. getting it out there because um, I'm sure that took quite a lot of uh, time and, you know, letting it simmer. <laughs> 
Yes. To get, that's not something, as I know from personal experience, it's not something you just dash off in the moment and say, okay, I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> right. So um, good for you. Well, well thank you. Um, yeah, I, I like, suggest to everybody that you um, uh, take a look at Ben's feed and um, I'll put a link to this that post as well and the show notes if that's all right with you yeah that's great well before we wrap up this podcast ben is there anything you want to add that you didn't get a chance to say so far i think the one thing that i really appreciate about the microdot blog community um, is the sincerity that i feel where I feel like so many people are drawn to, well, frankly, drawn to Manton and drawn mm-hmm. to his mission and vision, but also drawn to this community is a, a sense of, of loss, a sense of disenfranchisement, a sense of mourning for where our society has gotten. And there is just such an acknowledgement of we we could be better we should be better and as as people come together i i love seeing interactions that happen i love in many ways i love the twitter like ability to just respond to anyone and say wow this person that i look up to and admire wrote something and i can reply to them directly and mm-hmm. say, hey, I appreciate what you did. And often they reply back. And <laughs> it's it's easy to forget that the people we look up to and admire are normal people as well. And they have many or more of the same fears and concerns. And they put something out and wonder, does anyone care? And <laughs> when when you hear that back, I think it – it is healing. It is empowering. And the community that we have, I I just love so much that Manton's first hire and first thought was, I want a community manager. And I loved your story of seeing this and just feeling like, hey, wait, that's me. Manton, <laughs> you want me. Uh, <laughs> And we do. We want you. We need you. And it's been so wonderful for this. And I I just really appreciate the people that are on here. And um, it's nice that it's small. I'm sure it will grow. And as it grows, I think, again, we have that challenge of the danger of success. Um, Yeah. Finding ways to preserve preserve the, the civility, the humanity, the authenticity that we enjoy right now. It's just such a wonderful, wonderful place to be in the internet. And I I just love it. So thank you and thank Manton for all the work that you're doing. Well, thanks so much. It really is nice to hear that, um, you know, uh, wow, it means a lot to us to know that people appreciate, you know, more than just the the features or the platform. (laughs) They um, appreciate that the the thought behind it is is very uh, considered and is you know we very much you know we're passionate about that and 
and we hope other people will be too. I mean, I think that, you know, the to me, the ideal way for micro.blog to grow is for people who are on it to recruit other people like them, you know, yes. like, yes. except maybe more women and more yes. people from yes. different diverse backgrounds, you know, so please recruit your friends who maybe aren't app developers. <laughs> right, right. But that's a, that's another, that's a whole nother topic. And I will not, uh, <laughs> go on a huge tangent at the end of this show. Instead, I'll say thanks, um, Ben, for being here. Well, thanks so much for having me, Jean. It's been wonderful to chat with you. Folks, if you want to follow Ben, he's at Ben Norris on micro.blog. I'll put links in the show notes for some of the things we talked about. And thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Mm-hmm.